Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Ever wondered how a book gets made into a movie? Or how to master the art of cooking? Either way, we've got you covered with the Two Guys from Hollywood podcast. I'm Alan Nevins, a literary agent and talent manager. And I'm Joey Santos, a columnist and celebrity chef. On our podcast, we're going to be serving you a fresh perspective of the entertainment industry alongside our favorite celebrity guests. As we like to say, we don't dish, we serve. Listen and follow Two Guys from Hollywood on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. We'll talk at you soon. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. If you want to listen live, all you have to do is download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Also, if you want to catch this show on video, be sure to check out Zumo TV, channel 719. That's where you can find SportsGrid's Fantasy Sports Network. Enjoy the show, and thanks so much for listening. Pharrell on the bench, coast to coast in the biggest way possible. Hanging out. The bad seed, a broken day, the bad apple with a bad attitude. Hanging around a bunch of bad, under bad taste, bad luck, bad dude, bad bread, bad attention, bad vibes. We are live in the Pharrell Appalachian right across the river and through the woods from where Granny likes to roll up a fat thumb and have a whiskey sour before dinner in New York City. The Big Apple. Ooh. People dressed in plastic bags, directing traffic, some kind of fashion, shake it up, should do better. All my friends to come around, flats up, flats up, party up, rats on the west side, bed bugs uptown. What a mess, this town's a tattern, my brain is splattered all over Manhattan, should do be shake it Hey, what's happening? Pharrell with you, along with Carver High, Mafia, Joe Ranieri, and South FLA with all of that gorgeous. <laughs> and a good, Rashford and Man City right before the half. At Etihad with a go-ahead one-nothing goal. They finally tap into the nets. A beautiful slicer from the side of the goalie as they take the one-zip lead on Arsenal as the Premier League is back in full swing. What a play. Rashford snuck in. A little bit of a turnover by Arteta's Arsenal boys. They turn it over and Rashford said hello. At least I think it was Rashford. They have Black Lives Matter jerseys on, so all the players are wearing them. Uh, but I'm pretty sure. No, it's Sterling. Of course I'm wrong. Rashford and Sterling are good friends. I can't tell one from the other. They're both beautiful human beings that can score multitudes of goals. And my favorite player, Kevin DeBroner. That guy's an absolute badass. We got a great show today. Premier back. I'm stoked. Everybody's stoked. Plus, they're playing in pouring rain in Man City. I love it. I said to Carver I before the show, I'm surprised they don't play in lightning. I mean, snow, sleet, hail, rain, floods, COVID. That nothing stops them. 
They're ready to go. We got, uh, it would appear to me, on the table, a baseball deal in the works. It looks to me as though Manfred and Clark are coming to grips with the problem they have, and they spent all day yesterday in Phoenix working on this thing, and it looks like they're going to cut a deal. We're going to have baseball. It's a 60-game schedule. There might be some flexibility to add a few more games, expanded playoffs, full prorated salaries. We'll get into it today on coast to coast so it looks like we got baseball i know everybody's stoked i say let's go and i just think rob's done a great job with all of this rob manfred what a beautiful human being he really has come through in the clutch i've never said anything bad about the guy ever in my life i believe in him i love everyone NBA restart includes DJs, ping pong, pedicures. I mean, what's next? Hookers? I mean, they're giving them everything. NBA chooses Disney hotels. The teams are going to stay in. The higher seeds get to stay in nicer hotels, nicer digs. Can you imagine being on a team that isn't a high seed? I'm sure they're complaining already. Why am I staying in this dump? Why are they staying in that nice place? Because you don't matter. That is why. Rocket GM Daryl Morey says that the Rockets should win the whole thing. Will basketball be good or bad when it returns? NBA sets June 24th date of the players are going to compete. They are going to compete, so count on that. Avery Bradley and an NBA coalition seek an NBA plan for black causes. Let's go. Do it then. Quit talking about it. Let's do it. Kyle Korver cares about his teammates and supports them wanting change, but wants to win a title too. We'll hear from him. Kyrie still on the show. I have no idea why. I'm so sick and tired of this guy, honestly. Uh, could a players-only league work? No. Is a players-only league going to be created? No. Do they have a chance to have their own league? No. So uh, we welcome in radio to Coast to Coast, Pharrell, Carver High, Mafia, Joe Ranieri on a midweek Wednesday. Plus, we'll do the fan question. Uh, as you're tuning in on the radio, we are very close uh, to a baseball deal between the owners and the players union. Uh, it looks like we're going to have baseball and on the outside a 60-game season, maybe a few more games, expanded playoffs. Uh, we'll talk Mike Van Gundy. He's still apologizing down in Stillwater. We're going to talk college football. Tennessee football, UNLV football, AM football on today's Coast to Coast. Plus, some NFL coaches want the season delayed after several COVID tests this week came up positive. Bill Belichick wants to win without Brady like nobody's business. Leftwich talking about Brady down in Tampa. He's on the show today. Lamar Jackson will talk about. Anthony Lynn and the Chargers. Redskins we're going to talk about. Betting favorites at FanDuel. Cowboys Steelers Hall of Fame game. We'll talk about the Monday Night Football booth. Kyler Murray. I want to talk about him because he is a freak. Saints, Alvin Kamara on the show today. We'll talk about, is he going to have a big season? Uh, we got UFC news. Dos Anjos wants to fight Connor. Everyone wants to fight Connor. Dale Jr. going into the Hall of Fame. Gee, did you think that was going to happen? He's the most popular driver ever, besides his dad. We'll talk Premier League, Champions League, WWE, Belmont. It's Saturday to Belmont Stag. The ponies are going to be running. Uh, NHL players we're talking about. NHL in Seattle. We'll talk more baseball. Mark Grace on the show today. Remember Mark Grace? Padres in the news. J-Lo A-Rod in the news. Serena's going to play at the U.S. Open. Plus, crazy police blotter deaths, etc. And... 
We're going to get into a little this day in baseball. We got everything on a Wednesday, including Venus's birthday, my boy Dermani Dawson, Hall of Famer's birthday, Milbury's birthday from hockey, and old Davey Concepcion. Remember him from the Reds? It's coast to coast. Go with us. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Hey, everyone. It's Michelle Williams, and I love being able to share my story with you on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, where my guests and I get real as we share the ups and downs of our mental health journeys, and I'd love for you to join me. I'm still on my own journey, but I want to be transparent with you because as I was posting all the highlights of my life on social media, I was breaking down and too many people fall victim to the picture-perfect image of the high life, so I created a space to discuss the good and the bad. We can laugh, man. We, we gonna learn, and most of all, I hope to inspire you to go on this journey with me to better mental health. This is going to be your church, your turn up, and everything in between. So join me on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, a safe space for every kind of person. Listen to Checking In with Michelle Williams every Tuesday, a part of the Black Effect on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Back on uh, Coast to Coast, uh, I'm excited to have uh, my first guest today on, on the show, a good friend of mine. Uh, I, it's funny, I told this story, uh, you know, last week before they aired the uh, Long Gone Summer with McGuire and Sosa. I think on Friday I said, listen, uh, I, I had like a real teeny, like less than a millimeter percentage of, of involvement in this thing from the standpoint of, and I told the story that I did the uh, McGuire-Sosa uh, ball tour with Todd McFarland. Todd uh, started this incredible uh, summer long in 99, right after the 98 season. We went to every ballpark in the major leagues over three months. Five million people went through the exhibit. It was uh, the like the coolest thing ever. Nothing but killer sports memorabilia from everything. All the balls that were hit. Uh, other sports memorabilia from baseball in movies, Tom Hanks, uh, League of Their Own, Madonna, all that. It was all in there. It was an incredible thing. And I got to do the PR for it. And I got to meet and be friends with Todd and he hired me to do all the interviews and media and TV and radio. And I was telling the story that, uh, you know, Todd bought the home run balls and sure enough, Sunday night, the the documentary starts and there he is right in the first minute. They're showing Todd McFarlane buying all these baseballs and having possession of the McGuire Sosa ball collection and how much money he paid for him. And I almost fell over because you just knew it was inevitable Todd had such a huge piece in it. Todd is a Canadian uh, and a great guy, lives in uh, Arizona. He's had involvement, a huge hockey fan. He's had a minority stake in the Edmonton Oilers in the past. He's uh, made one of their third sweaters, designed it. He's a comic book legend, uh, an artist extraordinaire. Uh, He did Spider-Man. Of course, he's famous for Spawn. And 
and he loves sports. Uh, I know he has like three kids, wife, and, and just loves going to games. I know he goes to a lot of those Diamondbacks, Coyote games. He's crazy. And he's on Coast to Coast. How you doing, buddy? Uh, Tom McFarland, my old pal. How's everything? Scotty. I didn't know you were still alive, dude. I thought the pygmies had eaten you long ago. I thought the cannibals had gotten to you. <laughs> Can you believe that? After my uh, notorious behavior going around 30 oh, major God. league cities for you and all the beer I drank and uh, our bad, bad, my boy Al, how's Al doing? Is he still around? No, he's not. He dropped out of the picture. But, uh, yeah, I don't know if your audience is old enough to know there's there was a there was a wild Scotty Farrell that used to exist, and now right. he's been domesticated. He's like a, he's like a normal human being now. Maybe not nearly <laughs> as cool as what he once was. So you were the Jim Ignikowski of sports radio. You were awesome, and now look at you all polished. I didn't even recognize you. Right, I have kids too. Can you believe that? Uh, Fifteen and twelve. Can you believe that, that they let me have kids and a wife? I mean, it's crazy. Hey, so uh, it's great to see you, buddy. And I, I got to tell you, I thought you were fantastic on the uh, on the show. Uh, let's go back in the beginning uh, to uh, your interest in this. I think the whole country was absorbed with it. It was a great time. Uh, if you were a baseball fan, it was delicious. Everybody was freaking out. It was like the whole season, it just kept building the momentum, the steam that it picked up. And watching these two, Sosa and McGuire, hit these home runs every night, it became must-see television. It became... Uh, the topic of conversation at every bar, every restaurant, every bodega, every bagel store. You don't go anywhere without talking about these two. At what point did you start getting uh, your claws into it and your interest in it? Uh, well, well, look, again, look, I think it was bigger than that, Scotty. You know, it, it was a national story. It wasn't a sports story. It was a national story and rarely – in sports does that happen you and i've talked about it before other than like who wins the championships world series super bowls nba championships whatever those are the only times usually that the headline jumps from the sports page onto the front page this chase as you remember was on the front page remember a lot of the newspapers nationally had the little counter in the corner right that had mcguire and sosa I was listening to Ted Koppel, and he would start the news by bringing you up to date on whether either one of them hit a homer, and then he would tell you whether there was any geopolitical war that had broke out. Uh, so, so, and 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 we had our grandmas knew the name Sosa and McGuire. So these these are rare occurrences in sports. Uh, and then for me, it it literally was probably about the day after the season ended. I mean, I mean, he hit seventy, which was a phenomenal number. Because right. remember, they were they were chasing sixty, and now he changed the speedometer to a seven. Right. Uh, and 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 all of a sudden, it was like wow, crazy. And then about a day later, I went, who who got the ball? Like who who is that? Who's got like they got something on their hands? And I started making some phone calls and ended up very quickly finding out that it was this guy, Philip, and, and he had a representative. And I, I tried to get the ball, uh, you know, I tried to get the ball before it went to auction, uh, but I couldn't make the deal. Uh, and so I ended up having to do it sort of publicly uh, out, of, out of the the arena and got crazy and the 
price got way too high and it got stupid. Me and another guy never want to get in a bidding war with another stupid guy. If you're stupid yourself, because it gets really high. Uh, and, and so that number is an outlier number and it got crazy, but then remember we bought some of the other balls and that's where you came on board and we traveled the country because remember there was a time there were, remember we were getting word back that McGuire thought either we could give it back to him or to go in the hall of fame. And we did our homework and there's only like 40,000 people go to the hall of fame in a year. And like you said, by what we did, millions of people got to see it. Right. We if it was about exposing the balls to the public, it's a weird sentence, but uh, and, and we did it, like we, we we did it. We did it for three years at a way higher clip than we would have if we had actually given it the traditional way. So we did it in a non-traditional fashion. And uh, like I said, you were part of it, which was cool because uh, I couldn't yeah. be there. So we needed a face. We needed a face. And Scotty Farrell, like he's a talker like me. Uh, and it worked out well. I thought it was really cool. And uh, I think in the uh, 5 million people went through it. I thought uh, you're a marketing genius. You already were prior to that. And I think one of the cool things was, is that there were some people that didn't like it. And there were people like the McGuire wanted the ball and there was controversy and everything. And, and then you hooked up with ALS uh, and it became a huge uh, thing we did the like the entire thing benefited ALS, which ended up being, uh, I think, a fantastic marriage. Uh, it, it got people's attention, and then you think if you fast forward twenty plus years, uh, what Gleason has done and, and what disease has meant to the psyche of everyone knows who Garrett's disease. Everyone know about ALS at the time. People are like, well, "What's up with ALS at the time?" Isn't what it is today, and it has progressed crazy. So, uh, it, especially here in one minute, and we'll come back out of the brand in one segment to talk more about this in 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 roughly in like three seconds. Uh, how you got them involved? Uh, well, again, you know, we weren't charging. Right, we were doing this all free art, and if you wanted to get a picture uh, with the seventy ball, and if you could make money, whatever everybody donated, we're gonna pick a tree. Um, I, I, I knew the chilling he was involved in in the, the ALS too, and it, I, I felt that cancer gets a lot of attention. And it, if anybody's ever gotten close or read about this, this is a heartbreaking, gut wrenching. I don't have anybody in my family that had it, but I saw victims of it, and it just right. tears your heart. It tears your heart out. So it was. You know what? Why don't we pick something that isn't getting all the attention and see if we could help in the corner over there a little bit? Well, I thought it was uh, brilliant, and it was so fun. We went to every stadium in in the bigs, and we moved around like a circus, and we had this huge exhibit. And I I expressed it yesterday on the show. I told people it was like this giant truck, and people would go in it, and they would – what I remember anyway. I don't remember much from 20-plus years ago, but I remember people would go in. They would go in one side and then turn around and come through the other side and see both sides of it, and it was just – filled with the most fantastic memorabilia ever. We'll come back with Todd McFarlane and talk a little bit more about uh, that amazing summer of 98, buying the balls and then buying the bonds balls as well on Coast to Coast. Sports Rage with Gabe Marenzi. If Kawhi Leonard somehow wins with the Raptors, goes to the Clippers, carries the crap-ass Clippers, he's starting to get into the conversation amongst the best players of all time with his resume and he's not even 30 years old. The Sports Grid Network. You're watching.
watching Sports Grid. Get on the grid. Hey, sports fans, Cam Stewart here with your Sports Grid News and Betting Update. You want that capping edge, get on the grid. MLB and the MLBPA have a framework in place to attempt to play in 2020, but the MLBPA says reports of this agreement premature and false. MLB Commission, MLB. PA Executive Director Tony Clark did meet face-to-face today to discuss the plan. Here is the latest proposal. 60 games in 70 days, season starting July 19th or 20, full prorated salaries, expanded playoffs in 20 and 21, and waiving any potential grievous. The MLB PA also announced today that the Baseball Players Trust will commit $1 million to help support minor leaguers who aren't able to play this year because of COVID-19 and the following work stoppage. LA Chargers head coach Anthony Lynn told reporters that he's open to adding Colin Kaepernick to the team's quarterback depth chart quote it would be crazy not to have him on your workout list lynn added kaepernick hasn't played in the nfl since 2016 when he began kneeling during the national anthem to protest racial injustice and police brutality former nba big man kendrick perkins continues to rip kyrie irving of the nets perkins said kyrie is a distraction he's not helping things and urged him to take action rather than just talk about social reform Perkett said the BLM movement has backed when Kyrie makes headlines for his own league. The NBA focuses on return to play. Houston coach Mike Antone and New Orleans coach Elvin Gentry have made it here. They want to turn with their teams. The coronavirus wings for those six, five years and over. And he does the decision. It holds the right to from entering the campus environment of this world. 2019's league season will transition to a tournament from the final stages of August to Lisbon. Today, remaining fixture in the round of six for COVID-19. Things will take place in eighth year league. There's a simple game elimination for the quarters. We just premier league back to City and City at half to Aston Villa. United, they put no drop. Technology, Bobbing Sheffield win. We got Copa Italiana and Juventus for 60 minutes. The WTA and AT Tennis Tours announcing today they'll intend to resume their persons in August. They're going to start at the Primo Open Italy. Then we'll return to City Open Washington DC on August. The US Open on Slate Rock, the 31st there in New York. The French Open set for September 20th in Paris. Rena Williams is she's going to play in the US Open. Can't wait to get back to action there. So, Testaments, remember to put us on the Sports Grid Network all the time. Now back to Audi Pharrell on Coast to Coast Italy on the Sports Grid Network. So the boy Cam Stewart, uh, we were right before he that fantasy. He threatened, he said, uh, you're putting Katie on like Tim McFarland and a spear so with your fist. <laughs> that was interesting. Uh, let's show Tom McFarland this, see if he remembers this one. All right, McFarland, look at this one. I think this is my Joey Newendike. Uh, and of course, uh, here's what we're trying to do. We're trying to get Todd, uh, who's the greatest action figure creator in the history of the world. What we need is we need a fresh shipment of action figures sent to Varel so that we can line the TV studio and the radio uh, YouTube show that we do so we can line the studio with all of your action figures because over the years I've either had my kids break them, sell them, steal them, use them as like slingshot victims, uh, throw them out of trees, set them on fire. I've had everything. I need a new shipment. You remember this one, your boy Joey Newendike? How the hell did a guy from uh, Canada uh, play baseball more than hockey like you, McFarland? Shoot. This, one, this one's easy. Uh, Dad moved us out of Canada and took us to California, and there's way more sun than there is snow there. So by the time he took us back home, I, I was I was a some sport guy. I was basketball, football, baseball, volleyball. I, I track and field. And by and when you're 14 years old, let me just tell you, when you're 14, life is very clear at moments. When I got back to Canada, they gave me two choices. They said, "Hey, kid, you can either be the best ball player in this entire city because you grew up in California. Oh my God, you're great," or 
you can go against those hockey players who've been going since they were five years old, and maybe if you're lucky, you might be able to be the puck boy, right? So when you're 14, <laughs> you go, oh, okay, let me see, be an all-star or be a schmuck? That one was easy. So uh, I, I ended up just staying on the on the path to baseball where I ended up playing Pac-10 baseball eventually. So I, I knew you played college baseball because uh, I remember during the summer you would show up at various places. I think Toronto was one of them. You flew into Toronto and met us and went to Rogers and they let you uh, take batting practice and you were out there stroking gap shots like Robin Yount. And I was like, how is it that this guy McFarland gets to bat and they won't even let me on the field? I'm sitting up in the mezzanine well, drinking Scotty, beer. Scotty, I have a different recollection because I went to about a half a dozen. And remember when they said, Todd, how much is this going to cost us to have your display inside the stadium? And I said, it's free of charge. It only comes with one cost. I get to take a few cuts on the field, right? So uh, we, I, I got around to about a half dozen. Uh, Toronto, I remember I, uh, Jim Fergosi was the manager at that point. I took my cuts, and Al, one of the other guys that was uh, part of the tour, uh, took his camera, and after I hit, uh, got Jim Fergosi to give uh, his input on it and said, hey, didn't you think Todd did pretty good? And Jim Fergosi was brutal. He was just like... The kid, the kid, he goes, he's got a bad inside out swing. He's got no power. It doesn't look like he's skinny. As it, they can't throw or shit. And, I, and that whole video, and I got it played back to me later that night, because I was feeling pretty good up to that point, was like, wow, I wonder if they want to sign me. And then I listened to Jim, and it was like, wow, go home, kid, go home. But, uh, it, wasn't, it, wasn't all, it wasn't all perfect. It wasn't all perfect uh, that, that we did it, but. Hey, so tell me about when you um, finally were able to uh, win the bid and buy the the balls uh, and kind of how it played out. Like, because you bought all of them, but I know the big one, you know, I've heard you talk about it over and over, even on the uh, show on Long Gone Summer, like 2.7. It was a tad over three mil, whatever. Then I hear all these people uh, saying, oh, it's not worth uh, anything like that today. But the guy that I know, I'm just going to say this. When when people started saying, oh, the ball is only worth 400000 500000 now. The guy that I know, the Todd McFarlane that I know, is a guy, he doesn't care. He just wanted to have those balls. And the same thing with the bundle. Like, uh, it, it, you knew they devalue. You knew you pay for them. But that wasn't the point of it for you. Am, am I office? So, Scott, you just showed it. Uh, per to man, those balls is doing zero pro sport toys. Zero. Uh, they wouldn't answer my phone. They wouldn't give me time of day. Wouldn't, wouldn't do anything. I knew that I was going to have to grab a headline. And I was going to have to grab their attention. They didn't care about me. This is my way into the deadline. And after I got that headline, all four major sports went, hey, look at Sports Geek. He spends a lot of money. He's got a lot of money. He's successful. They were making easy sort of leaps in life. Uh, he says he's interested in doing some toys. Bring in. And I got into both the league and the players union of all four sports. And in quick order, I was doing basketball, pro, pro basketball, football, hockey, and baseball toys. And I did them for 20 years. The base buying the balls was literally my buy-in at the poker table. It was the ante to play with the big boys. So will I ever get my money out of the balls? Who knows? I'm not selling them anyways. You guys, you guys are looking at it wrong, right? 
the poker game was six hours long. You're, you're, you're focused on one hand. The bigger game was if I put in this ante, can I get these guys to let me play at the table? And if I play at the table and I win a couple of hands, can I do these toys for 20 years? And then will I make my money back multiple times over? The answer is yes, that, that game worked completely. So yeah, I can give the balls away for free and I am way up in the game. I am way up in the game. That is just absolutely brilliant. I mean, I just want to pour you a beer for that. That is so genius because at the time, uh, you know, I knew that you made the the action figures, comic book action figures, Spawn, Spider-Man, all this other stuff that you were doing. And, and, and then there's always contracts and egos and money and power and people and greed. And, oh, you're not, we're, you don't own Spider-Man. Who do you think you are? Then you start doing Spawn. You start doing your own thing. And at the time, I'm like, this guy's a genius. He's going to buy these uh, baseballs. And he, he got so huge off of it. And then I saw you start making the sports figures. So I knew, I knew that it was going to turn into that when I saw you and got to know you a little bit and got to be around you and got to see what you were really doing. I think it's, I think it's just beyond genius. So, uh, I, I can't even believe like when my guy told me mafia called and dealt with Carmen, Brian, I almost fell over. She's still with you too. I mean, you're a loyal guy. You've been loyal to your employees. You've been loyal to your wife, your kids. You've been loyal to sports. You've been loyal to those balls. You never got rid of all the baseballs i mean it's crazy how it all played out isn't it well look, look, look at look at here's the thing that's interesting i just did an interview with the big magazine yesterday and they were trying to say todd loser right loser uh you're never going to get your money back out of it and it's like wow okay i get you guys are you guys are looking at it differently than i'm looking at it um but here's here's by by them even giving me the time right I, like Besides, I made my, my money back multiple times over making the toys. We are 22 years past that story. I just got five minutes on ESPN, a national uh, station, and then this big, this big TV radio show I was doing yesterday had written an article and had given me an interview telling me how dumb I was. That That time they gave me telling me how dumb I was would have cost me two hundred thousand dollars in ads on their show, right? So it's 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 dynamic. The all they're focused on is the ball. Now let's talk about some of the stuff that we end up getting that was at that uh, exhibit that we had, right? That we would roll in to the stage. Right. It wasn't in the truck. We had to set it all up. We had the two pillars, remember, and we put in stuff in there. We had the Ryan, uh, you know, shirts, jerseys home run, uh, or I mean, no hitter balls. At the other end, we had the Madonna outfit. Remember, right. we wanted some of the ladies to come in. At the top, we did the story of the actual booth, which was the 98 home run between Sosa McGuire. And at the bottom was what was happening in MLB during that season. Right. I bought, I bought McGuire's very first home run ball. I bought the, the first home run ball he hit. So we had, remember, we had McGuire's number one and 70. So it's a big right. story if you got the book in and then in between, I had some other oddballs here and there, but then it starts to get super sexy. I bought the Sosa 33rd home run ball. Seems like a nothing right. baseball. The 20th home run he hit in June that put him in this race that is a major right. league record. And I, I think 
that 73 home runs will get hit before somebody hits 21 in a month. What are you talking about? They played 24 games. Nobody's hitting 21 home runs in 24 games. That's literally So we had that ball. Then I bought the Sosa 61 ball. Why? We needed a ball that was tied to the Maris record. Also remember, they weren't, remember the balls had the numbers on them? Right. So they could they, the, the, the Sosa 61 did not have a number because no everybody was so focused on McGuire, and they talked about it in that uh, show the other day, that nobody was even thinking that Sosa could actually win this thing. And it wasn't until he hit the 61 home run that went on to Waveland Avenue in, in Chicago, and the kid had it, that they went, how do we know that's the real ball? Now, there was video. Uh, and he signed an affidavit that was the ball. But after that, they said, man, we had better start numbering Sosa's balls, too. And Sosa got caught up to him all the way to the point that they made the the, the mention of it on the show. But I, I was completely aware of it. Right, hey, God, Todd, hold on. Right. Hold on one second, Todd. Let me let me just stop you one second respectfully. I got a break. And then I want to come back and, and finish uh, the story real quickly about uh, everything from that point forward and the Bonds ball. We'll come back with Todd McFarlane on Coast to Coast. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Have you written a book and need some insight into what comes next? Or are you passionate about cooking? and want to know how to make it your career. Or maybe you just want to hear insider stories about the entertainment industry. Either way, we've got you covered with the Two Guys from Hollywood podcast. I'm Alan Nevins, a literary agent and talent manager. And I'm Joey Santos, a columnist and celebrity chef. And on our podcast, Two Guys from Hollywood, we bring our expertise to the table with, of course, delicious cocktails and all kinds of recipes for you to try at home. So grab a drink and join us. We've got a wide range of celebrity guests and Hollywood insiders to discuss pop culture, publishing, and entertainment. And we'll provide you with an unfiltered and sometimes brutally honest show about Hollywood. As we like to say, we don't dish, we serve. Listen and follow Two Guys from Hollywood on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. We'll talk at you soon. We're talking to Todd McFarlane. Uh, of course, Todd is the action figure. I'm a genius. Uh, obviously, I bought all the home run balls, the McGuire's and balls, the Bonds home run balls. So, uh, before I'm on a, a rigid clock, so the, um, you know, you were at the point, it's about the 20 home run ball. Then you get the 61 balls, and, and that's about where I, I cut your head. People know in the documentary, uh, McGuire breaks a record, 62 home runs. Remember, the groundskeeper give back all, right? Hey. Every ball from that point on that McGuire hit that was not given back to McGuire was in that exhibit. I bought it at the auction. A 69 I bought in advance because, remember, there was the rumor that somebody was going to maybe buy the 70 ball and blow it up uh, and and put it in a bunch of uh, stuffed toys and make the money back that way. So I go, I'm going to buy the 69 ball just in case because it might be the only ball that exists. Um, but but we, so we had a pretty good story as you walk by. And remember, we thought it'd take three minutes for everybody to walk this, you know, 30 feet. And it ended up being 13 minutes because it was like them going to the Hall of Fame and they were reading everything that was there. 
But right. when I bought the ball, when I bought the ball, here's what ended up happening. You saw a piece of it. I actually do have. I actually do have. Someday I'll show it. I actually do have the film of me at home bidding. I actually recorded that. Nobody's ever seen it before. Uh, everybody just sees the other end, which is the anonymous bidder on the phone. Right. The, right. The young lady that was helping me on the phone had never done an auction ever, 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 ever. ever. Right. And she a roommate of somebody who worked at the auction house. And because it was going to get busy, they needed some extra help. So they just pulled her in and she was on my, on my phone. And when it got crazy and just so everybody understands how crazy that was at Madison square garden, the media was there. Everybody was going nuts. They were going to get their interview. And then there was a dummy that was the anonymous bidder on the phone. That was me. And they didn't want that guy to win because that's not a story. They, they were going to get shut down on their story. So the guy I ended up getting into the bidding with, he went way past his budget. So did I. But up to a hundred, up to a million, it was $50 increment bids. Once it got to a million, it was a hundred thousand each. He had the even number. I had the odds. So it would go a million two back to me, a million three, a million four back to me, a million five. It was, I mean, every time it came back to me, it was plus 200,000. I was telling her, get your paddle up, keep it up, don't waver. But it was like going to a hockey game at Madison Square Garden. I could hear it over the phone that when he did that, because he was there in person and, the, and everybody was out at that point. He was live. He was bet and, it was like, and you could hear the, of the crowd. And then I would bet and it would be like, Boo. and so she couldn't hear me. And, and so she was like, what do you want me to do? What do you want me to do? And it looked like I was hesitating and I go get the paddle up. I need this guy to drop. And because she didn't know what she was doing, she cost me a lot of money that day. She cost me a lot of if I was if I was there in person, I would have stuck my hand up and it would have never come down. It would have right. been so let me ask you, did you uh when you bought the bonds ball and and that was less money and and when everything calmed down and you found out as a fan and as a collector and as the guy that spent all that money, when you found out later about all the cheating and roids uh, and, and about the juice and, and, and how it became such a gigantic controversy with all of them, McGuire, Sosa, Bonds, everyone and their brother thinks he's a liar and a cheat. Uh, what did that do to you uh, spiritually, your soul, your mind? What what did that do to you? Not as much as it did to others. Look at name. The name's Todd. <laughs> the name's Todd only rhymes with God, right? So here's I'm I'm way more functional than this. Here's what I know about that 1998 season and about uh, Barry Bonds' numbers. You can you can hold your breath and you can rant and you can rate you can hate it as much as you want. But here's what I know on a practical level. Go to the major league record book. Turn to the page, it says most home runs hit in one season, and you're going to see 73, 70, and 66. I own all three of those balls. Now, is there an asterisk next to them? No. Will there ever be one? No. And 100 years from now, will those numbers still be in the book? Yes. So you can not like it. You can be upset about it. 
But time's <laughs> going to pass, ladies and gentlemen. And the people from our era are not going to be on this planet. And there's going to be kids 100 years from now going, oh, my God, they hit 73 homers. That's awesome. So what? They said they took some pills. 73 home runs. It's awesome. So we're going to – like those numbers are not going away. And and I guess if it makes you happy and you want to go and get the number 48 ball from another guy, I'll take the 73 and I'll take the 70 and I'll take the 66. I've got the top three. You go get number 144 on that list. You go and try and tell a sexy story at a, at, at, and get business with that. Never walk into a room with the second best of anything. Always walk into a room with the best of something. So that's that's why I got there. Let me tell you about the Bonds ball. I wasn't supposed to buy the Bonds ball, Scotty. I don't even know if you know this story. I promised my wife I would not buy that ball, right? So, but what would, what would end up happening, it was going up for auction, and ESPN had been phoning me. And they're going, Todd, are you gonna are you gonna go into this auction? I went, nah. And they go, Well, how much do you think it's worth? Because I became the resident expert because I spent too much money on one baseball. All of a sudden I was right. a genius. Uh, and so everybody thought everything was worth a million bucks. I said, I think it's worth less than a million dollars. And they were like, What are you talking about? And the answer was because I thought that the McGuire ball was an outlier. And if you just looked at, at normal trends, less than a million was the number. And remember. 60 home runs was being hit by Sosa, 70 was being hit by Maguire, 73 by Bonds. How did anybody not know that Alex uh, Rodriguez wasn't going to hit 75 the next year? Why would anybody pay a lot of money and find out that whatever they paid was going to get neutered the very next season because they had a great example. There was that idiot named Todd, me, that paid $3 million for a ball, and it wasn't even the record three years later, so nobody wanted to be me. So they went, no, no, no. So I knew that ball was going to be suppressed. So I, I promised my wife I was heading to a Walmart because we sell toys. And I had a meeting there. I dropped right. off in uh, Dallas. I went to the studio. ESPN had made a deal and said, if you if you be one of the bidders, we'll give you some a, a split screen. Scotty, this is free. This is free national airtime. I'll do it. So, and I said, look it, I know some of the players in the room, they got money because you have to show them your bank account. I go, I'll tap out at a half a million and I'm good to go. And then I'll just be on my way and I'll go sell my toys. <laughs> and then, and, and Carmen, who had promised, she worked for me, had promised my wife, Wanda, we're not coming over that ball. You have my solemn promise. <laughs> we went there, I had the earpieces in, and you get to that point where at 500,000, you get going once. Going twice, I went. Oh my god! <laughs> and then it went to go sold to the guy. And I went. Oh. And 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 Carmen broke into tears a few minutes later because she had promised the boss's wife that we would not spend that money and that we would not come home with the ball. But look at you! Never want to walk into a room with the second best of anything. So. I got the top three balls, and and nobody else does. So everybody else can have their opinion. I got the top three balls, and I got my business. We're good. We're good. And now, say, and now we know why there were no more kids in the McFarland family, because there was a dry spell after that point up in the bedroom, and Todd started sleeping down on the couch. Hey, Todd, you're uh, awesome. I love you. Hey, listen. I got- I'm going to jump in. You're wrong. You're actually dead wrong in that. On my way from on my way from Baltimore, where I was uh, had played in the a fantasy camp, to go make this announcement, that was when the third child came along, Jake. Oh, all right. Jake, my son, Jake sometimes referred to him as Jake the Mistake. 
But it happened uh, on on that me going to New York. I have clear recollection. So and then she. Took all right. Me. So all right. Gonna... All right. Fair enough. Hey, Todd, you're great. Uh, tell Carmen I, I send my love. Tell her to call me. I haven't talked to her in forever. Uh, it's great having you on Coast to Coast. The stories are just fantastic. I'm glad you have all the home run balls. I've always loved you and been a huge fan of your work, and you're just the coolest guy ever. It's great to see you again, brother. All the love to you and the family. Uh, thank you very much for taking the time to spend uh, an hour with us on Coast to Coast. I love you, brother. Yeah. Now, hey, Scotty, I, I love people that good long for would think so. I'm, I'm glad you're still doing what it was that you were so passionate about way, way back when. So good on you, too. Good on you. Right, I'll sit in front, everybody. Come on. All right. All right. I know we got a few minutes left here. What do you have for me? Yeah, let's get it with the baseball. Great with you and Todd. The baseball. What is he? He just take it out. <laughs> Wait. There he is. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was how it was the door opening up. So there you go with that. Let's go base. These guys might sleep in. We got a little graphic on, on the set here. It's going on 60 games in the area. How about teams in the playoffs? We need uh, Carver High to refresh. I'm going to answer his question. Mafia, uh, we'll do this together. Here's the deal. I think they have a deal. I think that uh, the talk of the union, uh, that that it's not true, and that there's a, uh, that it's, you know, uh, there, there are people way ahead of themselves, and it's not going to happen, and all the other rhetoric uh, that is coming out of the union uh, this afternoon is, is just a lot of BS. I think that uh, the reality is, I think that they're uh, definitely on the cusp of finalizing the thing that has a signed deal. I think they're going to do a deal. I think that the U will uh, want to release that when it's done, it's signed, and when they announce it. And when they agree and sign and say, we have an agreement, we have a scene, that's when it'll be announced. I think they have a their way to uh, roll out red. Uh, so I think we're going to have baseball. It's 60 and change. Uh, if it's prorated salaries, uh, playoffs, what is No one cares about all that. Uh, baseball fans don't care about all the uh, numbers. And the issues and the series and everything. They really don't. People really just want to watch baseball and watch guys that runs and it's one games. It's that simple. I don't care whether we already know they make tons of money. Have you what else you got, Barney? MP5 has been a Sunday start. You're looking to be smooth, but apparently it's huge now. But it's like the other um, sessions here. Plus, they're talking about getting them things like DJs, Pond, Pedic. You guys have guys that come to Orlando? I think they have, uh, we actually made up a graphic here of the series they're going to be players down in Orlando. Look at this. Tomorrow, we have Peaks, Sierra's Daily Entertainment, Movie Streams, Deeds, Vibbing, but the Lawn Games, uh, no double bid on, Barbers, Managers, Parabraders, uh, it's unbelievable. Uh, security guards, Massage their Trace, uh, Silly Notes. Any mealing with a pair from eating outside. These are the rules of the, uh, it's all going to happen. They're going to have lunches, teas, video, trail, barbers, everything. So, uh, it sounds like, uh, vacation. And then all they have to, I mean, they got everything on a silver platter, right? And then all they have to do is play basketball every day. So every guy that I know, they all want to play basketball every day. I want to play basketball every day. I do play basketball every day. Even during the COVID, I play basketball every day. So that's what they're going to do. No problem. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.
Night Carver High. I've stayed at uh, a couple of those uh, resorts at Disney. I've stayed at the Floridian and the Yacht Club over the years. As you know, I'm not a big fan. I mean, it's a cool place. I won't deny it's a great place to go with your kids. It's awesome. Every kid wants to go there. I went there a bunch of times when I was a kid. It's great and everything else. What I don't like about it is that five to ten large I'm going to drop in a few hours when I'm there. No, the, the, mouse, the mouse always gets you when you go down there, no matter where you stay. But, I mean, people bellyaching about where, you know, the lower teams are staying at the Yacht Club. Scotty, uh, you know, they're not staying at the Capri Motor Lounge down the blocks in Disney World. I mean, they're, they're, still, they're, still, staying at, they're still staying at a five-star great resort. I mean, these are three of the, the top hotels on the resort. Uh, they're not even staying at the, you know, the wide world, the, the, the sports one where they got the big, uh, the huge soccer balls by the pool, you know. If they were staying there maybe i could see them complaining the yacht club scotty not a bad place to stay they'll be just fine down there in disney don't worry yeah it's a vacation uh, it's unbelievable to me i actually don't see a lot of them complaining about it yet uh, i'm sure they will because they're all prima donnas and, and multi-millionaires so i mean they just live on a different plane than the rest of us that's all there is to it but i mean if i was staying at the yacht club for a couple months and all i had to do was sign my name for drinks at the pool I'd be loving life. I mean, honestly. Are you at all, uh, forget about where they're staying and all that stuff. Are you at all concerned that the product, that the games are going to be bad when they start playing with all this time off that they've had? No, I, I don't. These are the best players in the world. Uh, they ball. That's all they do. That's all they know. Uh, there's no one better. And they're just going to get it on. I think there might be a little initial burn off in those first few games where they're running and trying to get their legs back and their cardio back and the physicality back and the nicks and bruises and bumps and all the little games that go on when you're playing. They haven't been doing that, but I think they'll adjust to that over a week or two. I think they'll be back to normal without a doubt in no time. Uh, That's what they do. They ball. You call these bagels? Bagels and bad beats. LeBron is just salivating at the chance to get this postseason underway because he realizes the road to the finals is going to be that much easier. The Sports Grid Network. Betting around the rim. I would take the heat at 27 simply because that is a better hedge opportunity than it would for the Boston Celtics, right? Because if the Boston Celtics win the first round match, I'd be like, okay, we kind of expect that. But now they have to face the Toronto Raptors. Do you really feel good about the Toronto, you know, the Toronto Raptors? And my answer is no, simply because the Raptors, whoever has more advantage in this situation, you're better off. The Sports Grid Network. I'm Betts. Who is that guy right now? Showing you in Fantasy League 30 guy because he just this year. He's also younger than Mike Trout. Um, but you go back and do we want to him as the number one over the track record of Mike Trout? And is it wise to do that? And I think the argument holds water on both sides. The one argument for Cunha overall is saying, hey, this is a guy who's younger. He's going to do it right now. He is going to deal base this season. The Sports Network. He's one. He's a shooter. Football full circle. One is not making a hell of a lot, but still $8 million for a running back as the cap hit is not a good thing. I, th- I think the only way Fournette gets uh, moved, by the way, is uh, running back on a contender needs to get hurt, you know, uh, and pick a running back. So I don't think anyone wants to take on that headache of uh, the player he's become and his attitude and the problems he's had here. Nagakwe could, could help somebody, but they, uh, any, cont- any team that acquires him is going the same problem. He wants a new contract. The Sports Grid Network. 
Fantasy Sports Today. The Ravens were really the more dominant team throughout the course of the 2019 season. Lamar Jackson, people will want to hang this whole playoff thing on him, but I think it was really just a two-week layoff. I think Harbaugh is a great coach. He is a Hall of Fame caliber coach. I think Big Tennessee nearly should have, and I regret that. (laughs) I just think it's going to be a cake. And this you have to understand when you The Sprint Sports Ravens. Go to the Clippers. Carries the crap ass Clippers. They get into the conversation of us behind resume. And he's not even 30 years old. The Network. I'm Phil Bagman, Coast Coast. We cover Hoppy and Joe Renner. Watching the Coba penalty kick in the head. After Havis uh, was stunned of Tony Dick, the goalie made a spectacular set. And I'm watching this thing. It's just awesome. It's really good. Oh, and that come to Shepard Osbar. They're going to lose. And they missed one. And they missed a second. Shepard Osbar. Heat. He's in a knee. I don't know if you're watching the soccer. Oh, by the way, dry flies in a hand city game. They're in these uh-huh. seven banking bodies at the field. DeBrunner with a penalty goal. Uh, it's up to win this game against the Nolan. I believe uh, Carver Island. Yes, we have audio we've gotten from uh, Fox Sports 1 where Jim Dunn Warlock is talking about. How is anybody right? Right, yeah. It's basketball. I think we've real pressure in the world right now. And, uh, you know, thankfully, some looks like some real material changes are, are being made and everyone's looking at themselves. But basketball pressure-wise, yeah, it's it's a lot. Um, again, two of the greatest players ever on our team. We, uh, you know, we we should win this thing. Now, Scott, yeah, of course, about, the Rockets have had their problems. Do you think they're going to win it? I don't know about that. Uh, you know, obviously, uh, one of the problems I have is that they, you know, uh, except for Hakeem the Dream, they never win it. I mean, I won't deny they got it done with the Dream. But uh, Harden's never got it done. Uh, Westbrook and Harden together, I think, are very dangerous. I love watching them play. I've said this before. I like Westbrook's game better. Uh, he's a rocket ship to the rack. A guy goes to the 10 like no other. Uh, he's all out. People say he can't shoot, this and that. It's nonsense. The guy averaged a triple-double for two seasons. Who does that in their career? Anyone that does that in, in back-to-back years is an absolute badass. That's all there is to it. We know Harden scores a ton. We know he gets to the line a ton. But we also know he doesn't win in game six and seven and get it done. So uh, late pressure playoff series, I doubt him. And that's all there is to it. I think the Rockets are very interesting. I think they SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ever wondered how a book gets made into a movie? Or how to master the art of cooking? Either way, we've got you covered with the Two Guys from Hollywood podcast. I'm Alan Nevins, a literary agent and talent manager. And I'm Joey Santos, a columnist and celebrity chef. On our podcast, we're going to be serving you a fresh perspective of the entertainment industry alongside our favorite celebrity guests. As we like to say, we don't dish, we serve. Listen and follow Two Guys from Hollywood on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. We'll talk at you soon.